Good evening. I want to talk to you today about how to overcome imposter syndrome. Now, imposter syndrome, or some good people like to call it limiting beliefs, they all stem from how we were brought up as children. Now, if you stay tuned with me to the end of this episode, we're going to be debunking all of these myths about limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome. Then I'm also going to be discussing with you how to overcome imposter syndrome so you can start achieving the things that you know that you can achieve out of life. When we're talking about imposter syndrome, it's going to be three key things that we need to do to debunk and eliminate imposter syndromes from our brain. The first thing that we have to do, we have to know how we got to that point. The second thing that we need to do is we need to change our mindset. The third thing that we need to do is we need to take action now. Now that we've discovered the three key factors of imposter syndrome, let's get into the very first one and that's going to be know how you got to that point. Now, before I proceed any further in this episode here, I want to give a small warning. This episode may offend you if you are the type of person who is not ready to break out of your limiting beliefs that you've been taught. Your whole life. But if you're that person who's ready to conquer and fly high in life, this episode is going to be exactly what you need. Knowing how you got there is going to be very imperative. So I have to give you a quick background history story on more than likely how you got to that point of having limits and beliefs. When you were a child, you more than likely heard your parents, friends, or close associates tell you things that may have happened to them or somebody else who they may know. For example, let's just say if you grew up and you kept hearing the phrase, if you're a young kid, 24 and 25 and you have a Maserati or a Lamborghini, you have to be selling cocaine. You have to have robbed somebody. See, some of us were raised up in that environment like that, in that limited mindset environment where if you see somebody younger with something that you actually wish that you had, a lot of people grew up listening to people hate on other people for the success that they had. The people had who they was hating on, but the people who were hating, they wanted to achieve that type of success. So another example. So I'm the 10th generation barber in my family. I've been told my whole life that all I'm going to be ever good for is to stand behind a barber chair and cut hair all day. I mean, that's you was born to do this, you gotta fall in line. I've never been that kind of person to ever fall in line, regardless of whether it's family, friends, or wife, or whoever. I don't just fall in line. I'm a person that if you tell me something and I don't wanna do it, you're gonna be pissed off at me because I'm not gonna do it. Sometimes in life, what's right for you ain't what's right for the other person who think they know what's right for you. This could be your mama, your daddy, your auntie, your granddaddy, whoever it is is irrelevant, but they have to have a close connection 
connection with you. It has to be somebody in your close immediate circle. Those good people in your life, though they're good people, they also suffer more than likely from a limiting belief system. What they do is they'll try to convince you that you can't do certain things in life because they wasn't able to do it. We've now discovered how you got to that limiting belief point. Now it's time to discuss mindset because mindset is imperative if you want to conquer past any kind of limiting belief that has been instilled into you since childhood. You're not a child anymore. You're married, you have two children, you work at a nice job, you're getting a 401k, but you know you can do more in life. You know you can do better. The best way to change your mindset is going to be once you wake up, you have to do these things here. You have to, one, you have to meditate. You have to get your mind together. If you don't have your mind together, how can you help somebody else? How can you help the customers at your job if you don't have your mind together? What I recommend, I recommend to meditate once you first wake up in the morning. If you have to take a extra hour off of your sleep, wake up earlier to meditate, then do that. If you're ready to really crack out of your limits and beliefs, you're gonna do whatever it is that you need to do to crack out of that mode. How long you meditate, that kinda doesn't matter. What I do, I meditate for one hour in the morning and then about 12 o'clock or one o'clock in the morning, once I'm getting ready for bed, I do another meditation so that way I can recap my day and learn about all of my successes. Because see, most people go through life only looking at their failures, but most people actually in life have more successes than they do failures. But people just take the failures and they actually let that supersede the successes that they have in life. If you found any value out of this episode today, please press that like and subscribe button for me. The second thing that I do advise to do after you meditate, I do advise to journal. Now, I've been doing this for the last about 20 years of my life, you know, because I knew I wanted to break free out of those limits and beliefs that has been instilled into me from a childhood. I know that when I journal, that actually lets me open up my brain and actually put my thoughts to paper. And then when I put my thoughts to paper, that pressure is actually off of my chest because I got to talk about it, not to somebody where they can judge me, not to no therapist and no psychologist or you know, nothing like that. So I do recommend to actually journal. And again, the length that you journal doesn't necessarily matter, but I journal for five minutes in the morning. So after I meditate, I immediately come over to my computer and I start journaling on my journal app. So that way I can make sure that my mindset is set up for success. Most people in the morning, they actually set themselves up for failure. Here's what I'm talking about. Most people when they wake up, they wake up six o'clock in the morning, they sleep. Their alarm clock go off, they pop up. What's the first thing they do? Whew, man, let's go on Facebook. Oh my God, what? Uh, my cousin got a divorce? I knew he was cheating. The person hadn't even been awake 35 seconds yet. Once they arrive at work, what winds up happening is that negative energy that you possess now because you woke up, realized your cousin got a divorce, you woke up, he cheated on her, now you think that your spouse is cheating on you because you woke up and looked at some negativity. Most people in the morning time, they set themselves up for failure. 
And that's why I gave you the warning before the episode. This was some heat. This is real life here. And this is here to help you if you want to break out of this limiting belief. That's why I'm advising when you wake up in the morning, please meditate first. Make sure to cut your phone on do not disturb because you don't need to see what's going on on your phone in the morning time because 99.9% .9 sure it's going to be some negativity that's going to be on your phone. Ain't nobody going to call your phone and say, hey man, I just gave you a million dollars. That's highly unlikely. If you're ready to take your journey of mindset mastery to the next level and dive even deeper into mindfulness and also meditation, well, I've got a fantastic resource just for you. Inside, you're going to find step-by-step -step instructions, valuable insights, and also practical exercises to help you enhance your mindset and bring more positive changes to your life. Whether you're looking to conquer challenges, unleash your potential, or simply find more peace and balance throughout your daily life, this guide is the roadmap to success. To get your hands on this exclusive resource, all you need to do is click the link below in the description. Now that we've discussed the first two steps of getting past limiting beliefs, the next thing that we need to do, we need to talk about taking action. In the story thus far, we've already grew up learning about these limiting beliefs. Then we start talking about having that correct mindset. Now you're 38, you've been married about 15 years now, your kid is kind of getting a little bit older. Now you want to start talking about building legacies and, and, and things like that. That way you can leave your children something. Now you got a good job. You've been at the job, you know, for a long time now, but you kind of want to get out of doing this job here because you're tired of driving one hour to go to work and an hour to come back and you're still sitting in traffic on the interstate for another 30 minutes. Then you start thinking, wow, I want to get up here and I want to get a business started so that way I can leave a legacy for my kids. Most people, when they talk about, I want to do something, that's what they say. They say, I want to do something. For example, I was talking to a dude the other day at Exxon gas station. I was pumping gas in my car and he was pumping gas in his car. So, you know, we started talking about cars and things like that. And then while our gas was pumping, he was like, well, what kind of work do you do? And I told him and I was like, well, what kind of work do you do? He was like, well, I want to start a food truck. No offense to anybody. But as soon as he said, I want to start a food truck, I already knew right there, he suffered from limiting beliefs. He would have said, I am starting a food truck. See, start Starting a food truck implies that you're taking action. That implies that you got some kind of LLC, you got the business concept down, you got your vendors for your food. So you already got all this lined up. But if a person says, I want to start a food truck, all that was was just an idea. There wasn't no action involved in that. You should never ever want to do something. You should do something. If you tell me I want to start this or I want to start that, Tony, I know quite naturally you're not really going to start it. Just like it's the same way as if somebody says, I'm finna start this diet. Once all this food in this refrigerator, so I eat it, then I'll start that keto diet. Quite naturally, if you wanna wait for something, you're not gonna do it. The things in life that you really wanna do, you're gonna just do it. So for example, if you wanna go make love to somebody, you're gonna make love to them. What can stop you? Even if you had to sneak out of a window and go down a window at two o'clock in the morning, but if you wanna do something in life, like get a business going, why don't you crawl out the window through o'clock in the morning to go work on your business. People take action on the things that they want to do in life. Like you took the action to climb down a seven-story building to go make love to somebody. But you can't do that same thing for yourself to 
crack out of this limited belief mindset. In life, you can buy everything. You can buy another heart, another lung, another liver, but one thing you can't buy, you can't buy time back. So that's why you have to always take massive amounts of action in doing what it is that you need to do, that you know you need to do each and every day in life so you can break out of this hypnotic vacuum that you've been groomed to be in. It's time to wake up and achieve massive things in your life. And that about wraps it up for today's episode. Until next time, I'll catch you later.